Hey, popcorn talkers, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. On tonight's episode, we're talking about how Suicide Squad had a significant drop, but still had what it took to take number one, a sausage party. It comes in at number two, and what we're going to find out, did Richie Sky honor his bet and see nine lives? Find out in just a second. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. <laughs> Look at us here, Richie uh, Sky. He's shaking his head, man. Already hiding his head in shame. Uh, uh, this does not bode well. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we'll find out in yeah. a moment just how much shame Richie Sky is going to have to endure. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Frank Brand. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. And my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. You guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. And as always, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the chat. James is in the booth right now. Say hi, James. Hi. <laughs> Look at that. He's going to pull up the chat. We're going to be able to see all your comments here. We love having you interact with us as we break down everything that happened at the box office this past weekend. And then also do a little box office prognostication. About the week ahead. Oh my god! You yes, really like that, that word. I, I can't <laughs> stop saying prognostication. It's my it's thing, word. guys. It's a good word, though. <laughs> it totally works for what it is. All right. Yes, yeah. I love it. So first, before, as I said right away, we got to get to the heart. The most important issue. Who cares about the numbers for a second? Guys, let's put that aside. <laughs> let's just talk about honoring a bet. DJ Richie Sky, did you did. see <laughs> Nine Lives? <laughs> okay. In my defense. That does not bode well when you start no. with that. No. In my defense, hold on. So my plan was to see it Sunday morning, right? Okay. But then I got a call to go film something. And so I had to go do that. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't see it. And so then I tried to go later in the day. But my friends didn't want to see it. So mm-hmm. I I I couldn't do it then. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know you just have no to say No one wanted to see this movie with me. Sometimes you got to just suck go it up and yourself. go by yourself. That's I was right. going to go at the mat, like the earlier show but like I had to go film. Yeah, but then you go later by yourself. You know, sometimes you just got to And the proof is it. the proof is on the Instagram I did film that day. Oh, that that's is a out really there. good point from the chat. It takes him weeks to see a movie he actually likes. So and this was a punishment. <laughs> good <laughs> boy. <laughs> That That's right, Jazz. So All right. Rude. And uh, don't worry, Quinn will be back. She has a job thing, so uh, oh. don't worry. She'll be back, guys. Yeah, I so did see Jason Bourne, though. Oh, okay. And what'd mm. you think? I actually really liked it a okay. lot. Okay. Like, I, I was satisfied with everything with the movie. That's great. Right. I don't remember us making a bet about that one, though. No. So, I mean, yeah, that's something that's cool, but that gives you no points for that. So, yeah. I think yes. somebody made... Ooh. Tear them apart, everybody in the chat. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting internet hate. That's right. Richie. Oh, wow. my goodness. I'm going to go see it because, listen... I thought about it. I was like, I could just say I saw it. But then I was like, there's no ethics with that. So I need to go see the movie because I am going to honor my word. So I am going to go see it. All right. A bet is a bet, (laughs) even though I hate it. But I'm going to go see it. Well, I guess as we're talking about bets, we may have to make that a double feature. Because as we talk about our bets from last week... It was all about what Sausage Party was going to do at the box office. And the person farthest away from the actual total. Right, and someone guessed for Quint, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so now our bets, of course, we had we had Carrie at $20 million. I, I was at 20? 15 Okay. Richie had $10 million. Of course, the box office for Sausage Party, we're jumping Woo! ahead a little bit into there, yeah. came in number two with $34 million. Just a hair over that. So that would put Both Richie. Both of y'all had no faith. I know. That, but Richie, that would put you the farthest away again. What? Yep. That's okay. I'll see that too. You know, all right. <laughs> that's not really a punishment, though, because I've heard that's I, a really good I review. I've heard a really good review. I feel like it's so going to be good. I am more inclined now, because at first when I saw the trailer, I'm like, okay. And don't get me wrong, I do like crude humor, and like that sounded entertaining, and like, all right, that could be interesting. But it was like, I wasn't drawn into the idea. But hearing more positive feedback from critics and fans, I'm like, 
Okay, I might go see that. Yeah, from what I've heard, yeah. like the the first like fifteen minutes have a lot of swearing in there, just because I feel like they wanted to get that out of the system from what people have said. But then after that, it just dials down into just a really kind of smart telling yeah. of of a lot of cool story ideas just told through this kind of animated medium. Yeah. Why not? I'll just all right. So do uh, it all in one day, maybe. Now, don't worry. We'll be having Ish. another bet at the end of this episode. We'll give Richie Sky a chance to see maybe uh maybe it's a triple feature uh, or maybe somebody else. I, I would like to be removed from the betting. Oh, <laughs> oh we had someone in the chat room say it was garbage. You Music fan. Fair enough. Music fan. Music not fan. Why was it garbage? Yeah, could you be more specific? See, there you go. That is, I've worked at a movie theater and a video store for way too long and over many years. And that was the thing that annoyed me the most is customers were like, I don't like it. And that was the end of their statement. But I need to know and I'm why. like, can you be specific? I didn't, it wasn't good. Well, why not? Did you not like the acting? Did you not like the art style if it's animated? Like, I need more specifics. No offense to the chat room comment. It was just no, more I, in general. You know, I just like to know why they didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what made you, what made you go? Oh, this um, sucks. A bunch of people here went and saw it. I was not yeah. one of them, but uh, none of them liked it either. And okay. they all said it was very racist and. Mm. Uh, oh, that's that, it. I uh, can't go. I should be. <laughs> I heard it took jabs at everyone, though. Yeah, at least if it's racist, is it racist to everybody? Or no. Hey guys, it's Steven. Hey, hey Steven. Steven. I saw it last night. How was I was it? looking forward to this movie so much. I, it's just, it's very crude. It's like crude okay. to the point where it's like obnoxiously crude. Mm. And you know, I love South Park. I love the stuff that, like I, Team America, the throw up scene was amazing for me. It even <laughs> was longer than it needed to be, but it's amazing. This one, it's like, you know, they set up a they set up a really interesting story about the founding of religion and how it's based on somebody's story to make it so humans don't feel like they're just hopelessly living and then dying. It's like, oh, there's this great, there's the the great beyond in in this case, and in 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 real life, it's of course heaven. So it's an allegory between our religious beliefs and the food's religious beliefs, and how the food has diverged from this belief, and it it kind of plays with that all the way until the end, where it just kind of decides to change things up a bit and get really, 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 really just random and disgusting and weird. So, I mean, it's it's an okay movie from a story perspective up until, like, the last 20 minutes. But, I mean, I don't know. I'd wait I'd wait for DVD, honestly. Okay, oh, thank you, enough. I will. Yeah. I, I don't think it deserves the high Rotten Tomato score that it has. I think I don't think it should have beaten Suicide Squad and Rotten Tomatoes, at the very least. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, well, there are plenty of movies that, like, they're action movies, sci-fi movies, like, really visually beautiful movies. Go see them on the big screen, right? And other ones, you're like, eh, you could wait till it's on DVD. Yeah. Or Netflix. Wow. Okay. All right, thanks, Stephen. Thank you. Look yeah, good to hear that. Now, uh, folks, uh, uh, one thing as we're talking about it, we, we like to do kind of a new thing that we're starting, is that we'll, our box office uh, predictions... Whoever gets farthest away from the actual total will have to go see that movie the following week. But we figure, like, why, you know, there's always new movies coming out every week. And it's always deciding, like, well, why, why should we have to decide which movie we're going to box office predict and have to go possibly see? Why don't we let the fans do that? Mm. So, folks, as, during the course of the show, the next three weeks, or the next three films that are coming out next week, are going to be Ben-Hur, Kubo and the Two Strings, and War Dogs. So as we're talking here and breaking down everything from this week and talking a little bit about next week, start chiming in on the chat. Kind of tell us which film you'd like us to predict and possibly have to go see if we are the losing bet. I'm already going to go see Kubo, so... Oh, I'm gonna go for like go. a birthday thing, so I'm like, I want to see that one. There you go. I'm so, excited to see that one. Well, so yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go the majority. Whatever the chat says, the majority we kind of against the trend for that. That is one we'll box office predict, and then whoever. Why did we do away, Suicide Squad? Like something we were all going to see anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys can come see Kubo on Saturday. You guys oh, look at Saturday that! What time? In the morning, so we can see the cheap show. I, Sally, I'll be I'm out of you. town. I'm uh, to go. I know I'll be in Tennessee. I'd rather be seeing. I'd rather be going with you to okay. the movie than going to Tennessee. Uh, good. Po- we will talk more about Ben Hur when we get to that. Someone yes. made a good comment about that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk more. All right, so let's actually get into the, the, the weekend five. that was here. We'll talk. Woo. We'll start off with the top five. Of course, Suicide Squad took the number one from Warner Brothers. Had a steep drop, sixty-seven point four percent drop in the box office there, but still had enough to take the number one title. With a little over forty-three and a half million dollars, I'm pretty we, sure I said Suicide Squad was going to be number one last week. And then we, oh, all, yeah. I think we all agreed that it was still yeah. even with its I, drop. I tried to go see Suicide Squad, but it was sold out where I went. <gasps> what? What? Did you see it in a theater that only set like ten people? No, unless there was a mistake on the machine, we tried to go see it, and then we ended up seeing Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, wow. Wait, I can't, this was what, in Burbank. What time of day? The 16th. Burbank 16th. It was uh, yesterday. 
In the morning? Mm-mm. Afternoon. I can't. Really? Mm-hmm. That seems so amazing. Unless, like I said, Wait, unless was it was something. Wait, was this Burbank 8 or 6? Or 16? 16. Okay, that's a bigger theater. Well, all right. Unless there was something wrong with the machine, like that's what it said. So I was like, are you serious? Wow. Jason Bourne it is. Yeah. I, but it just, it feels like certainly the, the just that kind of. Me, I the me, I I saw it as well last week, and I just thought it was such a mediocre film. I couldn't get as oh, I really? I read about it Wait, as what? I know you saw. Yeah, okay. Batman versus Superman only because I think I was more invested in those characters. Okay, and you thought it was mediocre. I thought it was a. I, what led to uh, this? Like, why? Why it's uh re- the the storytelling was very repetitive in the sense like I didn't wasted scenes and repetitive uh, scenes where you've got Deadshot. Having to display his skills multiple times, where we, I think we get it right from the get. Cool. It wasn't cool. That scene was not. That scene was lame. When he starts shooting around at the target practice, I'm like, come on. Oh, I liked it. It was too repetitive. We already know he's awesome. We Someone were, said, "Don't buy. T- you gotta do it in person, not buy the machine." Oh, maybe that depends was if you have coupons or certain like turn-in voucher things, but. It's okay. Well, now yeah. I know. Good point. Uh, people are listing a lot of movies that dropped big numbers from opening to second. Are we talking? Are you like guys talking opening movies. to second weekend? Um, because a lot of those are really good movies. But yeah, it's just don't how we feel like most theaters. movies do that these days? Yeah, that well, because there's the hype. Of, yeah. Opening weekend, and, and then I feel like so like, many people do stuff. go opening weekend. But yeah. I also think with Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad, I think just the negative reactions from a lot of fans really affected what the box office did the second weekend. It feels very like hit or miss. It is people are really liking it or they're kind of hating it. Yeah, I mean, well, I think there's a lot of I can't like wait to lady. be able to see it. I know, right? I cannot wait. I think you're going to like it. I'm probably going to like it. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to like it, too. I like you know, it. because I'm the type of person that when oh. I go into the movie, I just want to enjoy the ride. I don't yeah. have much expectations outside of, like, spectacle, you know, mm-hmm. fun. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. No, I mean, I never go into a movie wanting it to be terrible, but I also just want it to be... I mean, and you can certainly with a comic book for you. I'm not so concerned about the faithfulness of the source material, but I just want the sto- whatever story you're telling in that just be just be well told. Mm-hmm. I do uh, probably off of how you feel about it, and I do want to comment to somebody who disliked it um, last week. Commented on our YouTube video. Thank you very much for commenting on our videos. We do like reading those. Um, and they were saying they were very disappointed in Enchantress because they were a fan of that character in the comic book. And I know some other people have said the same thing. So obviously, if you are excited to see uh, a character and then you're just so disappointed, I could totally understand you being like, yeah, the movie kind of sucked. Because, yeah, this one character you're excited about and then they suck, which all things considered, a character was kind of lame. Like, it had so much more potential. And even I was like, that was a really weird plot line. And, eh. But I kind of went with it. I don't know. I can be a very critical and very forgiving viewer. I feel like I'd be like, "Well, that was kind of weird." It's all right. That's fine. And then other times I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, their hair was wrong. That's not how it was in the comic book." Like I can be that. (laughs) Just saying. I was that way when the first X Men came out. I was such a nerd about it. I was like, "Whoa, that's not what they look like in the comic books." And was like going off about it. I'm like, "Okay, I need to just shut up and watch the movie." It's tough. I mean, there, there, there are certain uh, elements and parts of whatever kind of fandom that you uh, enjoy that uh, have that you that are a trigger for you. That you, yeah. for, you know, for whatever reason, you want those things to be as faithful as you have read them or seen them or visualized them as you've been reading them or mm-hmm. you know, throughout mm-hmm. the years. Or when they change, they have to be cooler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like Scar- alternate version. Yeah, it, like Scarlet like Witch's sure. costume and you know in the Avengers and, and Captain America is nothing like what we see on but it the looks film. Kind of realistic, but because honestly, she's so kind of badass in the movies, you kind of forget about that. Yeah, you know, it's one thing. It's like uh, my least favorite interpretation of a superhero costume is Hawkeye's, just from the Avengers, because it's like for me, I'm always just a sucker for the old school swashbuckling Hawkeye costume from the comics, <laughs> where you had the kind of like the long little thing just kind of dangling now, between the legs and the mask. That was just such a listen, cool looking costume. His and now costume it's just in the Marvel universe. I don't think because his because he doesn't really have superpowers. I feel like they felt like they could sort of. Adjust it. Adjust it a little bit more versus someone like a Mm -hmm. Captain America or even a Thor where you can't, you can make modifications, but Mm -hmm. you can't change the theme of that costume because he's so, Yeah, you know what I mean? But I think you lose the part, like he studied, he grew up in a circus. He grew up in a, so he's cool. Costumes are part of, you know, like. He has a good point. 
Yes, he has a good point, but I can also see why they would do that. Well, or you need to make a nod to it. Like in the original X-Men movie, they're like, what, you want a yellow uniform? Like making fun of how the old uniforms were. See, that I appreciate as a fan, because I'm like, all right, well, at least you referenced the thing. (laughs) At least you referenced my thing, you know? Um, But yeah, sometimes... When you change it, yeah, it has to, like an alternate version is great. Like right now, I watched The Magicians going off on TV, but still, uh, I really like the show and I just started the book and it's kind of similar, but there's some differences. So I just kind of feel like it's an alternate version of it. Yeah. Like um, Spawn was a good comic book to movie thing where I like the Spawn movie. I thought it was cool. John Leguizamo. Um, but that one was very kind of different. But, you know, it's like, Choose your own adventure. You're still getting a good story, mm-hmm. but it's slightly different than what you already had tried, you know? Yeah, and I yeah. think uh, it does something a little bit more current, I guess, if you think about, like, uh, Walking Dead and Outcast. So Walking Okay, Walking De- Dead changed a lot from the graphic novel. That was way cool in the graphic novel, but I kind of understand why you would change it for television. Yeah, and I guess for that, there's just so much expectations from fans, I think, who read the comic book, that you want to kind of adhere to it, mostly. And you feel like you've got, as maybe as a TV show, you feel like, well, we've got to still hit some of these points, because fans yeah, love those I mean, moments. Yeah, but with that, it's like... But they I, didn't go as dark. It goes way darker. Absolutely. In a good way. Yeah. But you're like, well, television can't do that. Yeah, but I just feel like with Walking Dead, I mean, I like that they changed something. So I can sort of... It's a new It thing. leaves me guessing yeah. as to what they may do sure. a little bit differently. And then I kind of go back to the graphic novel yeah. to see, okay, I'm like, oh my God, how did they change that? Who yeah. didn't die here that was supposed to die? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I think Outcast. I think I'm going to enjoy more just because it's only 18 issues in as a comic book series. And mm-hmm. they're already almost mm-hmm. up to that in the TV series at, at mm-hmm. the end of its first season. So mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to get a chance to really... You could really do a good job of diverging both of those and just telling mm-hmm. really two two cool stories in different mediums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we talked about Sausage Party a little bit coming in at number two. Uh, well, Richie Sky will be seeing that uh, along with Nine Lives this week. Well, I don't know. Um, Steven just said that I should see it on DVD. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but you got to honor your bets, Richie. But, but he did give me the recommendation. I felt like he was talking to <laughs> he me. Was not, he was I think I think <laughs> he that was, was speaking <laughs> directly to me. Look at oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look at we got everybody in the chat room talking about a lot of the DC movies there. Uh, yeah, there was uh, there uh, speaking before we dive on to Sausage Party and stuff. There was just that nod, that letter that went out for Warner Brothers top brass. They're talking about how. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. what? What happened? Tell me. I yeah. need to know. Scandal. Uh, there, uh, uh, there, uh, there was no. A, it's like an open letter of yes. How they're screwing saying? themselves over, right? <gasps> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Comparing it to uh, uh, the head of the, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name, but Kevin, whatever his last name is, on a pop. Pro- pro- not the foggy. That's Marvel, but for okay. DC, it's uh, a Japanese last name. And I apologize that I cannot remember it off the top of my head. But it was an open it's letter all to over him. Facebook. Too. Yeah, and basically, it, uh, oh, it's comparing it to like a donut uh, shop employee. That if you made terrible donuts, they would get rid of you, and yet. Here they're making terrible movies, and these people are keeping their jobs while other people in the company are getting laid off as a result oh, wow. of like low, yep. poor performance at some of these these directors and other producers are having with their films. Someone said the letter was not credible. That's true. I mean, it is. I mean, well, one thing. I mean, it's not signed by anybody. I mean, it's a, it's a person that's using a, a, a fake name, yeah. an alias, as a writing so, this. So, what I mean, what is the recommendation for them there? I mean, at this point, like. They need to change something up. They've got a a foot in the water. (laughs) Like, what do they do now? I I don't know. I mean, certainly one of the biggest things that came out of that letter was just this person claiming that people within Warner Brothers were already worried about Wonder Woman. And, of course, then Patty Jenkins felt the need to respond to that. That looks good, though. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, from the previews, that's the the first one. I haven't seen that one. But I have seen the Wonder Woman trailer, and that to me looked phenomenal. Like that looks looked cool. like a bright spot, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, in the dismal uh, okay. uh, DC sky. Sujihara. Uh, ah, thank you so much, Alan. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, my my concern is that DC can cut together a really great trailer, and it's easy to make any film look awesome. And oh yeah, I did. I did almost kind of felt like I saw the movie when I saw that trailer. Like they show too much, or they show you way too much, and you're like, I don't need to know the whole plot. Yeah. Show me a little bit to get me interested. But they did make me feel better about it. Uh, Yeah. Box office numbers, yeah. Yeah, whatever. We'll see. Someone said ignore it. (laughs) So it certainly, it it does feel like, uh, hopefully, I I would would love to see Wonder Woman do well. Because, I mean, that's a character that we've been, I mean, other than her Linda Carter TV series, it just hasn't really still They tried to make a recent TV show of it, too, and it didn't do well. That's true, yes. With with Mockingbird, uh, uh, I... 
Adrian, Adrian uh, Palanicki. I didn't end Palenicki. up doing it, but I was going to do background one day on it, too. Really? I, was, I was all excited, but I did do Supergirl. I've actually but been acting on a lot of other things. Oh, that's awesome. Su- she's a better Mockingjay than she would yeah. be a Wonder Woman, just in my opinion. All right, so hopefully Warner Brothers uh, will get their DC movies uh, on track. I mean, yes. let's, fingers crossed. I'd love to see Wonder Woman and Justice League kind of course. Yeah, Justice League looks pretty good, too. Let me step in. Let's see. Uh, Rich uh, guy, uh, let uh, me uh, step uh, in. Rich is guys I just feel like, I, like, I'm, like I'm a comic book geek, so I just feel like it's so easy. I feel like it's almost hard to get it wrong. Like, where are you going? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Every DC movie cannot be Batman, you know, Returns. Was, it the, was that the one with Heath Ledger? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the Dark Knight. Uh, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Every movie can't be like that. And I feel like that's where they got this wrong. That was a one-time movie that you can go that dark on. I don't feel mm-hmm. like you can do that with every other superhero movie. No, we don't want to see that. No, I, I don't want to see that out of Superman. For mm-hmm. sure. That's just not my particular... Uh, the, the way I'd like to see that character represented on screen. Yes. Uh, all right. So now, I guess we jumped off that. We got Sausage Party, as we talked about. Number 34.2. Uh Number three, Pete's Dragon, which I've heard really great stuff about. I saw that. Oh, excellent. Uh, came oh. in number three from well, Disney, do of course. Tell. How was it? 21.5 um, million. I liked it, but I don't feel it, like, stuck with me. You know, like, I la- I was like, I enjoyed it, and it was fun while I watched it, but I, um, it is nothing really like the original. It's more that like they took the basic concept and were, like, made a whole brand new movie. Were you um, pleased by that or dismayed? Uh, I was pleased because then it's not like, oh my gosh, it's not the original. It's mm-hmm. more just the concept of like kid in the forest finds a dragon, lives with a dragon for six years, and people discover him. Okay. Um, the one thing I don't like that they changed that was something kind of magical, literally pun intended and not, um, is how in the original you didn't really see the dragon, you didn't see Elliot, and you had to believe in him. And it was kind of when you needed him that you saw him. But in this, no, he's right there. He just goes invisible. Like, it's kind of a camouflage, so it's not invisible, invisible. It's more, like, blends mm. into his surroundings, which makes sense of, like, okay, that makes, you know, as an animal adaptation. But that kind of lost the magic of it, you know? Mm. So it's not that Disney super magical. And, like, the plot is very straightforward. The bad guy's very obvious. And you're like, humans suck is pretty much, like, the point of bad guys of, like, let's just kill the monster. You're just like, really? Mm. Uh, but, I mean, it's still a cute, good family movie. Uh, I just don't necessarily think this would be, like, a new classic, per se. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's cute. Family one. How's Robert Redford? Uh, oh, he's he's adorable. He's kind of like Look the grandpa that. guy in it. Um, uh, and then, oh, my... Uh, the kid in it, he's really good. Very believable, good acting. Because, yeah, he has to act with nothing there. And... Um, uh, Miss Howard, I'm like Bryce, Bryce Thank, thank you. I'm like, mm, I don't remember. Miss Howard, everything. if you're nasty. Miss, <laughs> I'm, I think it'd be more polite, right? <laughs> anyway, um, I liked her too. Um, she's kind of this cool forest ranger uh, who loves the woods and has like kind of relates to the young boy who's like, I grew, live in the woods, kind of a thing. So it's, look at that, making forest rangers cool. That's all right. She is cool. Yes, there, there you go. go. Yes. Uh, number four, Jason Bourne. All because of Richie's guy seeing mm-hmm. it. This week. He mm-hmm. knocked it over right into fourth place. It was danger of coming in number five. I did. But his little uh, his little injection of cash pushed it over <laughs> to number four. Balling. 13.8 Oh, sorry. Side note. That's a really good point. Like, it's there was almost no reason to call this Pete's Dragon. Like, they should have just made this a brand new title. Or Why? there's a... Well, because it's, it's one of those you're copying the title of a previous film. But why bother? Because it's not really that. I mean, it's a mm. film that Disney owned that, you know, did okay-ish, but not really well. That they're like, hey, let's remake this because Jungle Book did so well. So they're like, here, let's dust it off and make a brand new one. Um, but another interesting idea would have been if you told it from, there's a little girl in the movie that he meets. Like, it could have been cool if, like, we had told it from a completely different perspective. Like, mm. as th- she discovers him. Like, that could have been interesting, too. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, all right. In classic Disney, the parents die right away, and that's not really a spoiler. Like, how does he end up in the woods right away? Well, that's oh true. God. I mean, yeah, if you're looking Classic for six Disney, years, there yes. you go. Parents die. That <laughs> sucks. That's horror. <laughs> it is. It's like, oh. But I, I do like uh, 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 Ren, just like take out Pete in the title. So it's just, yeah, called, it's it's just like, called Dragon. It should have been like, a, just do, you know, it could have been more like inspired by him. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Jason Bourne, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so right now thirteen point eight million. I mean, what do you think now? Seeing how it's holding up the box office, do you think it bodes well to continue the franchise? Do you feel like eh, this is probably just something they're just going to kind of let go and 
Personally, I think they could. You know, I just feel like I did not mind the story because I felt like it did kind of wrap everything up, like you said, to a certain Mm -hmm. degree. But I felt like it did leave things open enough that if they wanted to continue it in some way, shape, or form. But it, to me, felt like 24. Okay, now what would you like end. to happen next then? Because we talked about that before and I was like, I don't really... I, I, I'd be okay if it ended. If you think it should continue, what what would be the next step? I really don't know, honestly. Yeah. I, 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 but that's how I felt at the end of 24. I, uh, I knew that it was ending, yeah. but I still wanted more. And they found a way to give me more... Okay. In some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I could do with, like, one more movie. I hadn't thought of it compared to 24, but yeah. That's how that I felt Because it, it kind of ends, but it could continue. Exactly. Like, it's, exactly. it continues without saying what happens next, but you understand. There's a very similar like it's not premise And it's just a open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in fact, I know Fox is kind of pursuing doing a 24 kind of re- re- not reboot. I am a continuation so excited mm-hmm. about. With a woman in the lead. Maybe Jack Bauer makes him a cameo. So appearance. excited about that. Got in the chat room that. going, enough with damn Jason Bourne. Ah, <laughs> yes. No, never. You're like, I want more. Nah, I, I'm, I'm done. I feel, I, I'd be satisfied if that was the end. Be like, that's fine. No, I just want more 24. All right. Mm. Oh, that's great. There you go. All right. Uh, so then we'll move on from Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Why not? <laughs> uh, it's uh, fine. But coming out, number five, Bad Moms with uh, $11.3 million. Still holding on. Yeah. yeah, look at that. People still want a little laughs. The emails well, are still the, going out. It's the other adult kind of comedy movie because you got the raunchy comedy with Sausage Party and then you got Bad Moms is probably more the female demographic possibly. Something for the ladies. Le- yeah, just... I, I actually, I don't think... I don't really know if she had interest in it but I, I was talking to my mom about the top five and she's like, did you see it? I'm like, no. And I kind of was like, you want to see it? <laughs> I think you should take my your mom. My mom's the one who wants to go see Florence mom. Foster Jenkins. So hearing she might want to see Bad Moms, I was like, really? You, you should it? make it a double feature. See Bad Moms <laughs> and Florence Foster Jenkins all in one day. Uh, well, yeah. before uh, let's actually give Carrie's mom a shout out because Carrie's birthday's tomorrow, everybody. So Woo-hoo! feel free to, to wish Carrie a happy birthday there in the chat or oh, anything. Thank but you. Carrie's mom made her a delicious chocolate cake, which mm. she was kind enough mm. to bring into the studio and share with us. And it was delicious. <laughs> Shout out Carrie's mom. Yes, uh, well, uh, Richie and I will let you know when our birthdays are. I mean, if you find, if you find yourself in the kitchen, you know, and you want to make well, my, a cake for ours. Well, my birthday was July 16th, but you guys can still feel free to celebrate. Happy yeah. belated birthday. That's right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Carrie's mom, I mean, if you want to make one for Richie, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, just a belated, belated exactly. birthday cake. Well, you, you get a little bit of it because, you know, you got cake today. Exactly, exactly. And my favorite chocolate. Mm, Thank you from mm. the chat room. Uh... Oh yeah! Enough with the all female cast. Unless it makes did you sense. guys know that they're making or supposedly making a, an all female cast for Ocean's Eleven? I did see that. Bullock, okay. Right? Yes. Here's the thing: if you do an all male cast, all female cast, all white cast, all black cast, if you do anything or exclude any other group, you're doing exactly the thing that you don't like that other group doing to you. If there is a purpose for it, okay, but you better have a really good reason for it. Because it's just like if you did an all-female film crew, which is like, oh, that's kind of cool. But if you purposefully exclude a male from being in that crew, that doesn't make it any better. That just is part of the problem. Maybe so they'll like, have a male as the Julia Roberts character. I'm sure they probably would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, sure there will be no shortage of hot guys in that movie. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be the draw. Outside of all of the... You know what I'm saying? I feel like it'll probably be balanced in some way, shape, or form. But the guys will just be backdrop. But you know what I mean, though? Like, if you do anything where you're completely excluding any other group, it's like, well, you just did the thing yeah, you don't like I people doing. So I get it. I also saw like, that, that Matt Damon trailer, speaking of something of, of a similar note. Um, the Wallet China? Yes. It was interesting. <laughs> I think they're, cater- they're catering I the trailer it. to white people who yeah. know who Matt Damon is. Who wouldn't probably, probably see go the, see the movie yeah. otherwise. Yeah. I got much. it. Yeah, I mean, we'll be, but it seeing, was it. we'll be seeing it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of uh, that movie, since we're talking about China and stuff, let's talk about some international numbers here. Mm-hmm. All no. animal. Ca- what about an all animal cast for Pinocchio? <laughs> there They've you go. already <laughs> made Pinocchio a couple times in the past, and those Just are pretty cool the character and creepy. Female. But you know, <laughs> there you go. yeah. 
So internationally, Warner Brothers Suicide Squad again leads the international box office. <laughs> Sorry, someone said all Godfather remake, The Godmother. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think J-Lo's making a movie, a movie that's similar to that that's for funny. HBO. Re- really? It's not the. It's not really the Godfather. It's a. It's a take on a um, a uh, a a drug queen pin, so okay. to speak. I think. Okay. Yeah. Or real quick. Yes, thank you. It's 2016. Men and women can work together. Like it's a reflection of society. It's <gasps> no. guys and girls in multiple colors. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That's yeah. What- uh, yeah, I mean, that's like... Oh, my, my, in Shakespeare times, men played all the female parts, and so now <laughs> women are playing the men parts to balance things out. All right, that's but uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like with mm. Ghostbusters, I just... Uh, X-Women. <laughs> I would have just liked if it had been a continuation of the franchise. We started from the 80s. It's been going on for, you know, 20-some odd years, and now these are just the people that are playing it. It could be some men, could be some women. It's just these four Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know what? I don't mind, though. Mm-hmm. If they did a movie that, you know, it was a heist movie, but it was all females, just make that movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be... Heartbreakers. Okay. See? That was Set it girls. off with Queen Latifah. Oh, my God, Yes. Which one? Set it off with Queen Latifah, Vivica Fox, Jada Pinkett. Thank you. See, yeah, Yeah. look at our panel. It's a mix. That's right. (laughs) And and just like Queen Latifah, she also did Taxi with Jimmy Fallon. So look Mm -hmm. at that. Just to. That's that's a terrible movie. That was Mm -hmm. terrible. Whew, with uh, a bunch and her great acting debut. That was amusing ish. (laughs) I remember I didn't hate it, but. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Jimmy Fallon showed why he's better suited uh, hosting The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as we're talking internationally there, as you guys are chiming in on the chat, feel free. Uh, Suicide Squad led the international box office, time ganging up for $58.7 million in 62 total markets. Uh, it now comes at a $242.5 million for a global total of $465.4 million. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, internationally, it's a 50 cent, 56% cent drop, which is a little bit better than the 67.4% drop it took domestically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also, we have Disney's Pete's Dragon. Uh, that Carrie saw. Uh, it breathed fire into 12 offshore territories for a $5.1 million debut. And, man, Pixar's Finding Door. You cannot stop this movie. Uh, it's just going to keep swimming. Yeah, it just keeps swimming like a yeah. shark. Uh, almost $900 million globally with uh, $897.4 million to date worldwide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's almost $51.51 uh, $51 million just in Japan alone. And uh, that's not the only animated, animated film that's doing well internationally as well. The Secret Life of Pets is uh, coming up to uh, $40 million this past weekend in 47, 47 total overseas plays, and it's got an international total of $256.7 million. Now it, uh, it's now collected $592.6 globally, and uh, now because of that, Universal Pictures International crosses the $1 billion mark this week for the 10th consecutive year. Mm-hmm. Universal just killing it globally. Man, all right. So now, as we talked about, uh, as I said before, keep chiming in what you want us to be uh, box office predicting for next week, whether it be Ben-Hur, it be The Kubo and the Two Strings, or War Dogs. But as we're talking about those films for next week, we always like to do our little top five, kind of tangentially related to what's coming up next week. And for this, we're going to break down uh, the top five Jonah Hill box office movies, which there were, as I broke it down, there were a lot of animated ones. I mean, in fact, his number one, uh, several of these in the top five were already animated films. So I excluded those, just focused mm-hmm. on the live action. Because it's all of voices? Those animated all of voices, yeah. Whether it be like uh, How to Train a Dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, a good one, though. Yeah. Uh, Sausage Party, uh, a few other ones. And I just excluded all those so we could focus just on... And Jonah Hill's lovely face on the screen. Yay. I would say if he's in those, it would have to be where he's like a main character or very close second. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. but I, I said, like... Let's because, just... like, there are plenty of voice actors that are, like, famous actors, but they're, like, a smaller character, so then it's like, mm. yeah, it's their big movie, but they have, like, two lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this, coming in, uh, number five for him for live-action-wise was Evan Almighty, the, the continuation of the Bruce Almighty, this time with uh, Steve Carell being the center focus of the storyline mm-hmm. this time. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that did 31, point, uh, 31 million when it came out. I, I never saw that. Did I see that? No, I think I, I watched it on uh, Fast Forward. I watched it on Fast Forward. I was like, what? Yeah. Wait, that's <laughs> with Steve Carell. Right? Yeah, so yes, I like, did see that one. Yeah, but it has to build his art. It was it on not Fast Forward. Bruce Almighty, yeah. yeah. How did you do that? How does that How does that work? I, basically, you just start watching, and you're like, okay, nah, I, this is a montage. They're building an arc. I can just start Fast Forward and do parts of this. You didn't watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I admit, I watched it on Fast Forward. You know, I saw them grow a beard, and then they had a big rain, and they were in an arc. That's how I'm going to watch those cats. It was, I'm going to watch it in Fast yeah. Forward. <laughs> 
number four for him live action wise was Super Bad. I think that's one thing that really put Jonah Hill on the yes. map for everything. Mm-hmm. That one I remember liking. Yeah, that was a fun movie. That one was fun. Yeah, I mean, I felt like that it really was good. Yeah, that really put everybody front and center there. Uh, then we also have something that really catapulted him as well was Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a real, that was an entertaining movie. I forgot about that. Yeah, but it's sadly I, just I did was, like the first one. Yeah, there was rumors right now that that seem to be kind of like uh, cooling off right now. Is that possibly the Men in Black franchise and Twenty One Jump Street franchise were going to combine for the new film and have Jonah Jonah what? Hill, yeah, and Ch- uh, Channing Tatum kind of spin off and become Men in Black agents that are going to kind of oh, bind the no. two franchises, which I thought would be kind of an interesting thing, but it seems right ah. now it's not, it's it, uh, that the enthusiasm for that is starting to diminish. I feel Men in Black, no, leave it where it was. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Just I make it Women in Black. Yeah, oh, no. Jonah Hill's thought was like, for them uh. to do that movie, it's them. Oh, good point. Superbad came out almost a decade ago. I know, when you have those moments and you're like, that movie was awesome. It Don't came out ever like let 10, anything 15 make you feel years old. ago and you're like, oh, it feels old. Yeah, it came out, uh, yeah, boy, uh, August 17th, 2007. Oof. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, number four, uh, and this was one of those where he didn't play as huge a role in this, but it was Night at the Museum, uh, Battle of the Smithsonian. So the second I did films. see that one. Yeah, it was fine. I but thought he, all the night the museums were cute. Yeah, but he's but uh, com- uh, comparatively to yeah. the other films that we're talking about, like much more movie. of a minor role. Yeah. He played the night. He I played security it, guard. I don't know why I liked it. Yes, he has a very small part. But I like those yeah. movies. Yeah, they're fun. They're just a cool concept. Yeah. I mean, I, like I, I always thought that'd be a neat idea. Is like the part where they go inside the paintings. That was one. Con- <laughs> yeah. Like I've had that concept. I have posters and things all over my wall. Woman in white. white. Yeah. Uh, and I always had that idea of like, wouldn't it be amazing to like go into it? And then the movie did it. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. That. So yeah, I like the idea of the things coming to life and whatever. <laughs> oh my white. god, I feel like I want to make that into a movie. And then lastly, number number one from live action wise with Jonah Hill, we've got 22 Jump Street. Which that was yeah. a fun movie too as well. You didn't like it, uh, Richie? Get him to the Greek. I don't know. Uh, I just feel like sometimes, like, who didn't authorized like that movie. this? How did Why Moneyball did... not make that list? Yeah, I know. It did not come in for his top five, which I, that's a real, that's, I really enjoy that movie a lot. And my favorite Jonah Hill movies are probably Grandma's Boy and Accepted. <laughs> I did like Grandma's Gra- Boy and Accepted. Those were <laughs> <Grandma's> both cool. <laughs> okay, yours, I'm going to say, as one of those I just said, I didn't like Get Into the Greek, so I don't want to be that person who's like, didn't say why. I didn't like, I, the reason I didn't like it is this type of humor. They're like, let's put people in awkward situations and laugh at them the whole time. And that's the entire humor of the whole movie. And you're just like... I don't think it's funny. Yeah, I, it's at least <laughs> like, uh, a little bit of Russell Brand goes a long way for me. And yeah, he could just make cameos and stuff, and just that's that's it. Yeah, like a whole Sarah movie Marshall, is like, yeah. oh. no, forgetting Sarah Marshall, he was great. Russell Brand was great in that because he was just more of a just a minor secondary. Yeah, there's kind of plenty of people like that. I told you, great. cameo. Yeah. yeah, but when but get him to the Greek when they kind of made him yeah. more of the forefront. I was like, oh, it's too much, too much Russell Brand. Please, I do not seem to see that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think Katy Perry said the same thing. Uh-huh. Ooh, all Burn. right. Yeah, except it was good too. All <clears throat> right, so folks, we're going to be starting talking about our box office predictions for next week. Our top five for that. Again, as I said, we have Ben Hur, Kubo on the Two Strings, and War Dogs. So we'll predict our top five, and then we're going to get to one title that we will predict the box office total for. So start chiming in there on the chat. Just, uh, let us know which one of those three films, whether it be Ben Hur, Kubo on the Two Strings, or War Dogs, that you'd like us to <sighs> do our box office bet on. I don't Richie's know hurting. What about the This Is <laughs> the End? That was another one of... That uh, that was lower down the list. Okay. So it was it did not make the top that five for live action-wise, which surprised me that it, it opened up so low, given how, the stars in there and just how much of the... There's a lot of hype going into that movie, I thought. Just like it was a cool spin. Them playing pretty much close to themselves, skewering a lot of their, their celebrity friends, A lot too. of it's great, and then it got really weird and awkward with um, Emma Watson, right? No, I'm sorry. Um... Hermione. I'm like, her name, I'm blanking. Yeah, Emma Watson. Yeah, thank you. It got weird, and then you're just like, okay, this just got really weird. Like, the movie's normal, and you're like, yeah, I'm along, I got it. And then it just went a direction, you're like, okay. Yeah. But then the Backstreet Boys saved it at the end a little bit. <laughs> Don't they always? <laughs> That's right. Don't they uh, always? Now, a few notes before we get into the predictions. Oh, it looks like Ben Hur is taking it. I love it. I love it. Ben Hur oh. for number two. Uh, mm. DC, uh, DC Big uh, wants War Dog Thank number you. one, yeah, then Ben Hur number two. All it's right. a moment where you say a name and then you're like, wait, that right? was that the right one? Yeah. Anyway. 
Uh, so, a few notes before we get into the predictions there. The last Jonah Hill film to open was Hail Caesar, which opened up earlier this year, I think mm-hmm. in February. That only opened up to $11.3 million. Mm-hmm. And then Box Trolls, uh, uh, for the, uh, the, from the studio that is doing Kubo and the Two Strings, yep. That that was their, uh, the last film that opened up in 2014, and that opened up with 17.2 million. And their previous one, Paranorman, was around 12. I looked these up because I was like, oh wait, it's the same people. It was around like 12 ish, and Coraline was about 16. So they're doing they do yeah. pretty well. Good no. track record. And uh, recently, there was just an exhibit that wrapped up to, uh, yesterday over at Universal Studios Hollywood, uh, where that the studio came in. They were showing a bunch of the uh, the maquettes that they used for all their animated properties, starting. All the way from uh, from Coraline up to right mm-hmm. now with uh, Kubo. Mm. Man, it, just seeing those in person, oh. just the detail Wait, sorry, is incredible. It? Was over at Universal Studios Hollywood? Mm, nice. Fantastic display. All right, so now we've got, of course, we've got Ben-Hur, Kubo and the Two Strings, War Dogs, Strokes. as well as everything from our top five this week. Suicide Squad, Sausage Party, Pete's Dragon, Jason Bourne, and can Bad Moms stick around at the top five for another okay. week? Richie Sky. What do you think the top I've changed my list about 23 times. But I'm going to say, for me, probably Suicide Squad again at number one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say War Dogs at number two. And then then I'm going to say Sausage Party at number three. Ben-Hur and then Kubo. Interesting. Wow. All right. Man, Suicide Squad, you still think it's going to... Well, even if it drops 50%, it's still going to be, like, in the 20s. And if Sauce's Party drops 15, I mean 50%, uh, that one's going to be, like, around the 15 mark. So That's kind of what... All right, yeah. I have, yeah, have some interesting right. ones. I thought about this, and you guys probably be like, what? But it's one of those, we'll find out. Because there's a couple of these movies that's one of those, I don't know. Because it could be really, like, two of them, you could swap it. Gotcha. Um I want to say number one will be Suicide Squad. Um, number two will be Kubo. Number three will be Sausage Party. Four will be uh, War Dogs. And five will be Pete's Dragon. Wait, say it again? Uh, one will be Suicide Squad. Okay. Two will be Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh. Uh, three will be Sausage Party. Oh. Four will be War Dogs. Oh. And five will be um, Pete's Dragon. Well, well, well. I had Pete's Dragon at my uh, number five before, but I took it off. Well, it's one of those. It's going to be. It's kind of hard because uh, I've. I think I'm. I'm rooting for. Uh, Kubo, if only because they have had yes. so much advertising Almost. all over the place. Um, I do not think Ben Hur will make the top five because no. that one is no. Um, <laughs> Peach Dragon will hang in there because it's a family movie. Kubo will do well too. Um, I think Sausage Party is still going to stay up there. War Dogs, I, that one kind of came out of nowhere of like, wait, what movie? Uh, and I don't feel either of those two guys are enough to draw, like, lots of people. Because if you're the average, like, 20-year-old male who's probably going to go see those, you probably go for Sausage Party first over that. They probably already saw Sausage Party. But that's true, too. Um, I, I'm interested in War Dogs, though. I was like, I saw the trailer. I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, that actually looks kind of interesting. I would check it out. And I, I like cool the concept. based on a true story. I'm like, well, we'll see how much it Yeah, really it was is, a really cool concept, unquote. I think. Um... So someone says, tell me Ben-Hur will surprise. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll find out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's... Uh, all right, yep, someone... Thank you. You agree? Uh, we got someone agreeing with mine. Suicide Squad, Sausage... Uh, well, I switched Kubo and Sausage Party. But a lot of these, you know, you could just flop two of them. You're like, well, they'll be in the top five. Yeah, no, it seems that there was a little bit of debate of thinking yeah. how, just how hard Suicide Squad is going to drop. Will it drop more than 50% if it has, like, another drop that it had this week? Well, i am still yeah, got to see it, so be... it's going to still be we'll at number see. one. Yeah, but, I mean, if it drops like it did <laughs> this past week, I, man. It'll I, still be in the 20s. Oof, and that we've had it a couple weeks where movies are, like, the low teens, and the highest still, one was, like, 30, yeah. Yeah. and it's because it's, like... 13, 12, and 11. No, that's you know? true. But, I mean, even 67%, that's going to be that's going to drop it in wow. just the high <laughs> teens. Uh, good. I didn't know that. Kubo has an ESPN spot. Yeah, their ads have been all over the place. Movie theaters I've been to, the people are wearing the shirts for yeah, it. they're doing a lot of promo and for it. And it's a lot of um, positive reviews. Most people are, like, loving the visuals of it. So, I think it's going to do pretty yeah, well. I would, man. I would they have a for... track record of doing pretty well, too. Yeah, I'd love. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with uh, mm. David there. Suicide Squad would be about. I think. I think it's going to be closer to 19 million. I don't think it's going to break 20 million this past. That, this coming sadly, week. though, that could still make it number one. It could. It what could. Is it could. Your what we prediction see? for next week? You know, yeah. I, I, I want. What are your top I want, five? I want to be uh, optimistic. 
You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, we, we talk. We, go, for talk. Right. 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 go for the girl. All right. I want to I want to think that Kubo. Stage dive over that. Kubo's going to, Kubo's, Kubo could just eke out a number one. I think it could. I just got, I would love for that. You, I, I kind of was thinking it yeah. could. I'm like, ooh, I, I wanted to. Oof. But that would mean it would make probably at least 20. But, but so far, their previous films are around like the 17. 16, 17. Yeah. So. It could be really tight. But I think, like, in terms of just, like, the the material for this, it just seems a lot more action-adventure, very cool visuals. I mean, the other the, the, all the movies have been interesting, but certainly... And it's I mean, family. Yeah. Family always gets out those numbers. I think it's going to I think it's gonna do a little bit better than their last film, so I, I'm, I, I want to think optimistic. I think... Bob, all right. I like I it. Think, I think Kubo could take number do one. It. Suicide Squad, number two. Okay. Uh, mm. Sausage Party, Pete's Dragon, and uh, uh, we'll go with... Uh, Actually, no, Suicide, suicide uh, Kudo, Kubo, Suicide Squad, Sausage Party, War Dogs, Pete's Dragon. Okay. That's All where right. I'm going for that. Yes, that was mine. Now, okay. folks, uh, we're getting to the part of the show where we're going to make our box office bet. We're going to pick one film, and it seems like with the way the chat has been going on, it seemed like Ben-Hur was the one that kind of got the most buzz <laughs> going about for it there. So, ladies and gentlemen, for our next week's box office bet, we will be betting on the box office return for Ben Hur. Of course, as always, the person who gets farthest away from the actual box office total will mm. be seeing that film mm. that following week. Ooh, all right, yes, so. all right. Well, none of us put it on the top five. That's true. So, and you know, and that's fine because even when we make a box office bet, I mean, even if it's going to go against the top five, I'm not going to hold everybody to their rankings for that. Too, no, so, but you know. it's. So because I don't want you feeling. But like, if you oh. think it's not going to be in the top five, that affects what numbers you yeah. have. Uh, for Ben Hur, let's see. I am going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with. You know, I like that number again. I'm going to go with nine million dollars. Nine. Nine million dollars. <laughs> Someone said two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Star Drew, Star Drew, my man. You got nine it. All right, like, uh, so I will, I'll be the steal, and I'll go with ten. Ooh, all right. Oh my God! Like, go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ooh, Richie, four go and hard. Five. Ow, everyone's hating. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You. I'm gonna ensure myself that I'm not seeing this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna say nine point five. Oh, <laughs> man. Ah. Yeah, I did that. Ooh, all right. Well okay. played, DJ Richie Sky. Well you know what would be crazy now, if it gets 9.5? Well, no, the thing does, if, if it gets, if it say it gets only 7 million, then then I would win. And, and, well, I would carry, lose, yeah. yeah. Carry. So, yeah, it's a Richie Sky. <laughs> he messes himself right in the middle. All right, so guaranteed Richie Sky will not be seeing Ben-Hur. Well, Looks see, like Ben-Hur. I had someone made say, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, but that's the problem. So many times lately they're doing, like, all these classic films and you're remaking them and you're like they were good for a reason but <sighs> I can't if you're a- gonna remake it change it up or do something better like maybe you keep the integrity of it but maybe you improve on the special effects because they didn't have it or something but a lot of the movies did so well because they did practical effects so it was real you know yeah. you felt the danger of it <sighs> we'll just find out <laughs> that's how i feel on that one I can't wait. Oof. Yeah, we'll see. Well, next year when we see that remake of Lawrence of Arabia, uh, we'll all be excited about <laughs> right? that as well. Uh, yep. Can't Magnificent wait. Magnificent Seven looks kind of good, though. Yeah, that could be interesting. I, I don't feel as beholden with that. Like, I don't feel as like, oh, you can't remake uh, Magnificent Seven. I feel like Lawrence of Arabia. So I'm like, yeah, come on. Why Why would you remake mm-hmm. that? But Magnif- That's yeah. a Okay, here's another disqu- uh, discussion real quick for you guys of someone made a good point. Sa- the sword and sandal movies anymore. I, I kind of think the time like period those. of the Roman movies is a little bit fizzled out now. Like, 300 was awesome, but that was not, like, historically accurate. And Spartacus, the show, so was said, also yeah. awesome, but not very historic. They're very th- very stylized. And uh, Gladiator didn't maybe do amazingly well in theaters, but it was a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. So are we kind of over the Gladiator time period movies? You know, I kind of think it's just, it's not their time at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of like, you know, vampires were a thing for a minute. Then it was zombies. Mm -hmm. You know, at one point it was werewolves. So now, I don't know. Just not the time. Yeah, not the time, I don't think. "Mm." Now, but I think. Maybe next year. I think ultimately if the movie, if the movie's well told. Then I think any 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 genre has a chance of doing well, but but the, the, the problem is that as soon as that one does well, then everybody tries to catch up, yes. and that's when you see the stinkers start coming along uh, after that. Like, oh, why? I, I did like John Carter though. 
And I've read the book too. Yeah, it's uh, John Carter was oh, man. I because I, I just felt like uh, he had an idea of what he wanted to do yeah. with that ser- that franchise. That I one had horrible advertising though, but it was a cool movie. Their just ads were their marketing campaign no. was whack. That killed that movie right from the yeah. get. Yeah, they should have made Ben Hur like Fast and the Furious and like <laughs> set it in modern times. <laughs> mm. <laughs> had the Rock. Oh, no. uh, Jennifer Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, I see that. All right, Slim. Very nicely done. And this is done. Sparta. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and Rocky Horror is being remade on Fox. That's oh good yeah. Point. Yeah. I like that. Like, uh... I like that concept, though. I like that they're yeah. trying to do something different by bringing it to television. That's a different thing. You yeah, know, you're switching changing the it medium. Up. You yep. know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's a little bit more novel at this point yes. in time than some of the remakes would be. And actually, just the book to back to someone who's talking still about John Carter, uh, book to movie, they actually did a decent ish job of. I was reading it's Princess of Mars, and it's, it takes forever to like have stuff really happen, but it's pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, they did enough, decent enough translation of switching or adaptation, sorry. And, uh, but yeah, it's interesting how advertising can help and hurt a movie. Depends yeah. on how you do it. Mm-hmm. No, and I feel like, yeah, that was just, I feel like Andrew Stanton just didn't get mm-hmm. any help with that. And, and I just feel bummed because, I mean, he's done so well with the Pixar films to have a chance to do live action mm-hmm. and then just not be able to have that kind of support from the studio yeah. marketing-wise. Just, ugh. Yikes. So you hear a movie shot as found footage with sparkly vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, guys, if you haven't seen John Carter, ignore all the advertising. It's a fun sci-fi movie. It's like a cool, just, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a cool sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's just one of those their advertising was like, uh, yeah. Wait, who said that? Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, my goodness, though. That one I read, the book, horrible adaptation of that one. I was not happy. You didn't enjoy the movie? It was all right. But it was just, that was one of those, these super whitewashed, the main character is very specifically Japanese, and then they're like, Tom Cruise. I'm like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Why not? It's very specific (laughs) that this guy is Japanese and, like, does stuff, and it's like, uh, you, How else are like, they going to get American audiences to? Because there's some good Japanese actors, or uh, I'd be like, well, fine. You would do like. I'm just saying, like studio heads are like, oh my uh, god, no! How will we get them to see it? Here? Yeah. Aha! Yeah. Tom Cruise. No. Hmm? Novel. Concept. I mean, if you ignore, there's a book. It wasn't that bad of a movie, but after reading the book, I was just like, oh my gosh, I hate this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, John Carter's the book everyone has ripped off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it came out there was he was the original Superman. So mm-hmm. if you think about it that way, he was. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't even thought that was true. Yeah, look at that. He's uh, like, what are you talking? about? <laughs> well, because he goes to another planet. He's from Earth and he's on Mars, and it's like he's super strong and can leap really far, almost like you could fly. Ah. Yes, thank you. All you need is kill is the original name of that um, book. Sean Cruz is Japanese. Technically, Keanu Reeves is uh, has Asian. Uh, they did that thing yeah. of like celebrities who you didn't know were Asian, and um, it's like, well, maybe they were quarter, but still. Oh. And yes, the manga is really good too. Thank you, good people in the chat. That's true. You um, find it in your local bookstores or uh, yes. even on Comicsology digitally. You can read it, which I bought. And I have still with many things. It's just sitting there in my digital pile to be read. Yes. Mm, yeah. Get into it. We digress, but it's good chat. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, folks. So that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. But as always. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us uh, mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Thanks so much for hopping into the chat. We love having you guys interact with us on the show. Thanks for chiming in about what our next box office bet is going to be. That's right. <laughs> yes, we're going to find out next Ooh, week boy. who will be seeing Ben-Hur and getting to talk all about yes. that. Who will be super see fun. Uh. <laughs> we know it won't be Richie Sky. Nope. <laughs> but we know he'll be talking about Sausage Party uh. and Nine Lives next week. Right, Richie? Oi. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Until then, folks, if they want to continue continue the conversation with us even mm. after the show's over, follow us there on Twitter. Richie Sky, where can they find you? You guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And I want to add that Death Note, though, I did like that anime and I like the movie. Oh, the anime is oh, That anime for Death Note is phenomenal. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Once again, happy birthday, Carrie Lane. Happy birthday. Yes, we'll see you next week on Box Office Breakdown. See ya. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 